Hi everyone, um, welcome to another edition of uh, Culture Class Podcast. Uh, my name is Nosa Yari, and this is a podcast where we get to uh, interact with people from different backgrounds and uh, hopefully get to learn new things about other cultures uh, and things like that. Uh, I mean, if you've been following the podcast, you know what we're about already. And I always like to say this before every episode, you guys know me, I'm not an anthropologist. <laughs> so these are just casual <laughs> conversations that... I have with friends, uh, with associates, with business people, people I meet, you know, uh, people who may uh, have a different background from me. Uh, So you guys know I'm from Nigeria, I'm from West Africa. I currently uh, school in the U.S. in Washington, D.C., but today I'm in Sydney, uh, which has been interesting. Uh, I arrived in Sydney two days ago and uh, I came for the MBA World Summit. Uh, I'm currently in the MBA program, so and there's this conference called the MBA World Summit, uh, which like gathers 100 MBAs from uh, business schools all over the world. So when I got in, I applied and I got into the program, I was like, wow, this would be a great opportunity to like talk to people uh, from different uh, backgrounds, you know, schooling in different parts of the world. Uh, so. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, probably going to be having a bunch of interviews uh, over the summit and be releasing them uh, momentarily uh, every other week. Uh, but today I'm with a special friend who I met here in Sydney. Uh, and I, like I told him before we start the podcast, we're going <laughs> to, he's going to properly teach me how to pronounce his name. So his name is Siddharth. Yes. Siddharth, uh, how do I pronounce your last name? Uh, Maheshwari. Maheshwari. Yes, that's right. Is that Hindi? Uh it's it's an Hindi, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So Siddharth, uh, my first name is based uh, is after Lord Buddha. So before uh, Lord Buddha went, uh, uh, you might have to explain a... who Lord Buddha is for ah. people who don't know. Ah, okay. So uh, Lord Buddha is uh, is the one who started Buddhism, mm-hmm. and you have Buddhist followers all over the con- all mm-hmm. over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was. Uh, his his name before he gave up all his early pleasures his uh, his kingdom and his name was Siddhartha so my name is derived from his name oh. and uh, it's Siddharth and Maheshwari that's my caste that's that's my culture in India gotcha gotcha um, and you, you touched on caste for one second I will probably circle yes, back uh, uh, to that but uh, uh, yeah nice to meet you so yeah. uh, how are you enjoying Sydney so far uh, it's it's been great so far this is my first time in Sydney and uh, I've Lovely to meet so many intelligent people like you and, and people from all over the world. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm that intelligent. You know, I just have conversations that I see, I, I consider interesting with you know other people. But yeah, it's been fun. Have you done anything interesting since you got here? Um. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a little bit about myself first. Uh, for the for the people who are listening to this and all all those, I'm from India, and. Uh, I have been born and brought up in India, worked there for 40 years and currently... Wait, wait, you worked in India for 40 years? Three years. Okay, three years. I, was, I was like, okay, okay, you don't look that old, so... <laughs> I'm I, was, I was about to say, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, for almost three years and now I'm in Hong Kong studying MBA. Oh, wait, so, so you were born in India? Yes. You grew up in India yes. and currently uh, uh, in Hong Kong. Yes, doing my MBA program. Doing your MBA program. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, and Interesting. I got to know about this MBA summit and here I am in Sydney. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. on the continent and let's see how it is. So first day I came here, I, I so wanted, I still want to explore the culture around, see the local flora, fauna here 
and uh, meet 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 locals experience gotcha yeah. so when you when you say locals do you mean girls or what, what do you what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> i don't trust you man <laughs> what exactly do you mean <laughs> i just want to interact with people man gotcha yeah. but no it's i mean you you, t- you touched on um schooling in hong kong how did you make that decision um i mean you, you grew up in india uh, what, what part of india are you from uh, where did you grow up uh, i mean I, i know just a little bit about india i know it's 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 also diverse uh, so give me a little bit about your background like growing up and in india basically you know finding india is the most culturally diverse country i felt uh, so every state of india they have their own culture they have their own language and uh, in my batch so people think that hindi of course hindi is a national language of india but not all every nation can speak hindi people mm. from north and people from south they are completely different they have their own cuisine they they celebrate on different festivals they they have their own languages so i grew up in the northern part of india and uh, it's near new delhi um from gorapur 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 yes gotcha yes, it's a small city that's mm. uh, uttar pradesh uttar is north gotcha yeah. uttar is north yeah gotcha. so i i was born there and uh, i studied in the eastern part of india mm. i worked at the complete south and i visited west so oh wow so you, the full circle <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay you've, yes. you've gone around uh, yes and even in india i i felt uh, i i met so many people right yeah. and uh, is it safe to say um if for instance you you were born in the north and you stayed all your life in the north like even in india even in the same country it would be easy to generalize the whole country from the cultures and traditions in the north and did you have a better exposure when you went to like the west and worked in the south and, and that kind of thing about the uh, the country in general uh, better exposure uh, better exposure in sense um better exposure uh, in the sense that um you you got to like interact with these diverse cultures in india having gone there like what if you had stayed in the north um hmm. is the is the culture um uh and i don't want to use the wrong word uh, is it how easy is it to assimilate the culture uh, of the whole country from one spot like in in, in india as in mm-hmm. did you better understand it like going around like those different places uh, yes, in the country yes so of course like uh, during my schooling i did learn about all parts of india but uh, the best way to experience a culture is to visit the country is gotcha. to visit the state with or visit that area gotcha ah, so uh, that's when i realized that ah i've been to north let's go to the east part of india let's see how how that is okay so mm. it was deliberate yeah it's it's why really people i i felt people are more more friendly more fr- and like even in india people are more friendly more accommodating uh the people who, who come from north mm-hmm. and uh, i i i like i like the culture of, of bringing a bringing of of rajasthan that's the state i studied for four years and in south uh it's the, it's the same but i i felt a little difficulty because uh you met a people they don't know hindi they have their people who, who speak tamil who speak telugu who speak malayalam uh and they are completely different languages uh, so but but again they are, they are friendly with they are they are friendly to people gotcha gotcha okay um so um you've given us a, a sense of your uh, upbringing in um 
India. What informed your decision of going to Hong Kong? Um, why did you want to go to Hong Kong? Uh, did, how was your MBA search process like? Did you um, identify a bunch of countries that you would like to do the program or you were like laser fixed on Hong Kong? Give me a sense of uh, why you made that decision to go to uh, Hong Kong. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, so, like, deep in my mind, I want to experience things. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I want to visit, I want to travel, I want to experience. And, um, I heard Asia, I started with one, like I, I was, uh, I want to study in Asia. So China, I made some choices like Singapore, Hong Kong and, uh, China. Let's go. Yeah. Let's, let's mm. start with Hong Kong. Mm. Hmm. I, I talked to people studying uh, alumni from my school and I said, yeah, it's, it's so great. There's so much of class diversity and deep, and deep in my mind, I thought, yes. I got it. I will get the chance to interact with people from different nationalities coming gotcha. from all over the world, mm. and uh, it would help in my personal growth and uh, maybe learn and experience new things. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, and and that's interesting because yes. you were like laser focused on on Asia, right? Because I know uh, when um, I wanted to like uh, I was like looking for MBA programs. I looked yes. all over. I mean, I didn't look in Asia, but I was like, okay, Europe, uh, North America, yeah. uh, Africa. Mm-hmm. I even considered like South America, but I didn't end up applying to any school there. Uh, uh, but I was just like, okay, uh, like wherever, like oh, wow. it, it takes mm-hmm. me. But you know, I ended up in North America at the end of the day. Uh, but uh, do you like it so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. I, I mean, uh, the US is 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 is, re- is really <laughs> yes. is really cool. But talking about Hong Kong, um, so and again, you know, I'm not a professional in in things yeah. like this. But uh, from what I understand, um. Uh, Hong Kong and Taiwan kind of like have a history with China, right? Even though um, those two uh, countries are, are kind of like um, um, sovereign um, countries in itself. But um, basically, um, how is that? Because Hong Kong is not as big as China, obviously, uh, and it's in China um, geographically. Um, but how how is the interaction from your experience between like people in Hong Kong and people in China or the government in Hong Kong and the government in China and how does that affect like internationals who don't belong to like either of those two countries have you had any kind of experience uh, in that regard okay um so Hong Kong uh, Hong Kong was under British Empire uh, since very recently and uh, so now it, they consider itself to be an independent country, uh, but uh, they they follow some uh, China, uh, China's government rules. Uh, and uh, regarding of the population in Hong Kong, uh, they have a mix mix of people. So when when the division happened, so many Chinese they migrated to Hong Kong. So they have a mix of people, Mandarin speakers, mix of Cantonese Cantonese speakers. So kind of 70, 30 percent or 60, 40 percent. So um, uh, yeah. So and Taiwan, I'm I don't have much uh, knowledge about Taiwan. Mm. There is there are people from Taiwan studying in my school and I interacted with them and uh, they said they didn't face any problem. Gotcha. I mean, I don't necessarily mean like um facing problems. Yes, it, yeah. it might yeah. just be um. 
um, how do I put this? Uh, it might not necessarily be conflict, right? It might just yes. be a, a, a stark disparity in the way things are done or something. You know, there might just be that shock between uh, one region and the next. So I just was trying to get a perspective, like from an international student, like, um, you know, how you kind of see that or you know, navigate that. Uh, uh, let, uh, of course, before... Uh... When I made the decision that I want to study in Hong Kong, um, for going to Hong Kong, uh, I had few, uh, few prejudice against against Hong Kong that I, I don't know how, how I'm going to survive. Uh, what uh, would would I be able to mingle among among Hong Kongers and um, the people from coming from all over the world, the Chinese students, people Japan, mm-hmm. Taiwan, and uh, so I was really surprised at that uh, they are they are very welcoming. Uh, if you you roam on the streets, you you go outside, and uh, in the metro, you you see people speaking speaking your language, speaking English, and uh, if you ask ask for help, they are friendly. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so it's been a, a smooth experience. Yes, so. it, it was a very smooth experience. Uh, I did go to uh, Shanghai once. Okay. Uh, I. Uh, it it was kind of a difficult experience for me. Okay. Consi- considering um, there were not many number of people speaking your language, and mm-hmm. they kind of uh, uh, took back. Maybe I interacted with uh, I my my set of audience is very less. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so okay. it, it is possible that my my judgment that I have <laughs> is not right. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, you, you touched on language, right? So, yes. um, Hong Hong Kong, and is is that a is that the do, do I call people from Hong Kong Hong Kongers? Uh, I yes. Mean, use that? Okay. Yes. Okay, that's new information, people. <laughs> <laughs> to me, at least. Uh, so, Hong Kongers speak Cantonese, right? Yes. yes. And um, uh, people from China speak Mandarin yes. uh, mainly. Yes. Uh, so, do you know any Cantonese? Can you say a few words? <laughs> Hello, maybe. <laughs> I I can say hello in Mandarin. <laughs> in Mandarin. Oh, yeah. okay. Why why not? Uh, ni hao. <laughs> ni hao. Oh yeah. I I, I should have known that. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. And she she for thank you. She <laughs> she. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, you know, uh, starting to assimilate the language. Uh, uh, that's pretty good. Uh, and have you always tra- get to know at least the basic. Uh, Basic language if you want to if you are interacting with the person for the for the first time. Yeah. And in Hindi, if you don't know, it's called Namaste. Namaste. Yes. yes. That's thank you. And Namaste no. is hello, hello and Dhanyavad is thank you. Oh gotcha. So Namaste is hello and thank yes. you is Dhanyavad. Dhanyavad. Yes, that's right. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Okay, I'm learning. I mean, I have to get my Hindi game up. <laughs> I have to get my Hindi game up. But um. Uh, tell me, besides um, Hong Kong, uh, I mean, uh, from our uh, interactions and from our discussions, you've done uh, pretty much uh, a bunch of travel over the last few years. Uh, where else have you been to uh, besides uh, uh, Hong Kong? Yeah, I have been to Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I was in Singapore in January this year, mm. uh, Boston last month. Mm. So all of these places were new to me. Gotcha. I'm, I'm I'm trying to cover as many countries as possible. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Before I turn 30, let's see. Okay, okay. Japan, that must have been interesting. Yes, yes. How long did you stay in uh, Japan? Uh, not for long. Uh, one week. 
I was in Japan. I visited Tokyo. I and then I went to Hokkaido Island. Uh, Hokkaido yes, Island. Yes, Hokkaido. Hokkaido is the northern part of Japan. Okay. And I was there. I and I visited this very beautiful city called Ontario. Mm. Sorry, not Ontario. I, I was gonna yes, say. Yes, yes, yes. yes <laughs> okay. Uh, Osaka. Osaka. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Popular city. Yes. Yeah. So yes, that. That was your Japan experience. Um, did did you what did you have any pleasant surprises while you were in uh, Japan? Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, you got to interact. You went to all these places. Uh, what was fun about Japan for you? Um, um, what did you uh, experience that was a very memorable uh, experience? Obviously, the whole trip will be memorable. But is there any specific <laughs> thing you could <laughs> highlight in, in that trip that was like, oh yeah. wow, you know? So. Uh... There are two Japanese people in my batch, and mm. they were with us during and, the trip. And so, sorry to cut you short. You keep saying batch, so he's an MBA student, right? Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> so a batch is, uh, yeah, a cohort. Batch, oh. yes, batch is my cohort. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So, so they are. Uh, you don't call the batch. Mm-hmm. And we say cohort. Um, uh, uh, I think some universities use class. Ah, okay. Uh, so it's just diff- different yes, lingo. It's, it's, for, a different it's the same thing. Mm. So yeah. So they were with us, and uh, uh, when and before going to Japan, I they are very, they are very good friends of mine, and I they are big fan of anime culture, uh, anime. Mm. So I I knew about anime beforehand, but I did not know how uh, integrated anime is into ja- into mm. Japan. Mm. And uh, when I first went there. I realized, oh yeah, right. <laughs> it's everywhere, <laughs> right. And when you say anime, I would imagine like how I knew about anime uh, was from uh, the popular, um, or like um, uh, there was first comic books, right? Yes. Then the cartoon, Naruto, and uh, things like that. But... Yes, yes. So I, I personally, uh, I don't watch anime, but I, I know few. Just what you said, Naruto, One Punch Man. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Pet book, so these these are the very generic ones that comes on top of my head. Gotcha. Uh, but uh, when you when you go to Japan, you you see uh, you see how how uh, people from uh, very people from uh, for children to for adults and they they read books, they watch shows, mm. uh, they have this small um what do you call them? Games and toys mm. everywhere. Mm. So that <laughs> and well, they, they are um, soy sauce. That's that's the one thing I got to know. Really? Yes. Soy sauce. Soy sauce. I visited the soy sauce factory. How gotcha. how it's made and uh, they love soy sauce. It's uh, with almost every food. <laughs> Also, like, what will uh, a typical Japanese? Uh, I would imagine you ate at a restaurant over there. What, what did you have? What, 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 what is popular? What do you see people using? What were your advice to like try for the first time? Uh, try Japanese ramen. Ra- oh, really? Japanese yes. ramen. Yes. Okay. It's uh, you get to choose. I they are very good Japanese ramen in Hong in Hong Kong. Also, I go there almost every week. Gotcha. The first time I had Japanese ramen was in Hong Kong. Okay, yeah. so ha- is Japanese ramen, is it like um, like in a soup, like with a lot of water, or is it kind of like dry? No, so there are different versions of ramen. Okay. Um, uh, I'm not sure about all the, the what they called. Mm-hmm. So what I had was in a soup, they have, uh, you can choose the noodles, 
uh, the weight of the noodles. It's a very funny thing. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, to how, the weight of the noodles. Yes, weight of the noodle. How how big you want your noodle is. Interesting. Yes, Interesting. and then how hot you want you want your broth. Broth. Your broth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And is this like like street food or like restaurants and like or both? You you both. Gotcha. Both. Gotcha. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'm personally a vegetarian, so I did not try much. Mm. So, uh, but they are very good. If you almost every country has their own street foods. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And and per- permit to permit me to ask this uh, is, is something I'm like interested in. Um, so um, uh, you, you you mentioned the fact that you're a vegetarian. Yes. And feel free to uh, correct me if I, I, I'm a, like out of line or something. But is that for personal reasons or religious reasons? Is that something we can talk about or uh... yeah, no, you can you can always talk about? Okay. Uh, I'm I'm vegetarian by choice. I'm not vegetarian by religion. Gotcha. Yeah. There are people in my family, uh, people in my culture. Mm. They eat meat, but uh, I don't personally uh, like. I have my own beliefs and values, so I have never tried it. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Okay, okay. I mean, uh, man, you've been to a lot of interesting places. I'm kind of like you, Boston, Japan, or you live school in Hong Kong, you grew up in India. And it's funny because, you know, before this interview, I was like, oh, you know, uh, give me your social media. Let me kind of like look up on you and just kind of like build a background story. Oh, you know where this is going, right? Yes, <laughs> you know where this is going. Yes. So I, I told Sidrat, like, oh, you know, let me have your social media. <laughs> Let's, uh, you know, uh, let me do some research. Let me see what your interests are. Let me see where you've been to so I can kind of like build out the show notes. And he gave me his Instagram handle. And I went to Instagram and it was a funny thing. The name of, do you want to introduce it or should I? <laughs> if you can do it. Okay. I mean, his Instagram handle was the idiot nomad. Oh, no, sorry. Just idiot nomad. Yes. So it. I was like. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, this is interesting. Like, tell me a little bit about that. That how exactly did that name come about? Because okay. it's one of the handles that I probably won't forget. In the- That's the reason. That's the reason I came up. So people won't forget this name. Idiot Nomad. Yeah. I mean, so how exactly did it come about? It's just a nickname um, that came from your friends. Or- nothing. Nothing. My nickname, if you want to know my nickname, uh, it's Siddhu. Siddhu? Yes. Okay, that's obviously from your first name, Sidrat. No, yeah. Actually, if you go for my first name, people call me Sid. Okay. Uh, but in India, they, they add a U at the end, Siddhu. Siddhu. So, yes. So anyways, my Instagram handle. <laughs> so I I started my Instagram account a long time, like I think uh, six, seven years back. Mm. So I was like, well, what what should I make it? I, wanna try, uh, I consider myself as a nomad. Or maybe I want to be a nomad, and of course, I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) In a good way. (laughs) I have so much to learn. I I, I don't mind. I have so much to learn. That's why I consider myself an idiot. I just added those words, idiot nomad. I mean, we, we, we all have, don't say it like that. I mean, we, we all have um, so, so much to learn. And I, and yes, I'm, yes. And I sense the sarcasm, like yeah, you're trying to use the whole thing. Um, no, no, it's, it's uh, not sarcasm. I like, uh, either in the sense, I, I have so much to learn, mm. so much to learn. So I don't want to be in that box all the time. So 
I'm pretty sure uh, even in future there would be something which I don't know. Exactly. So that's where the game comes. Yeah. Name comes up. And it's so perfect, like, because <laughs> pairing it with traveling, like, oh, like, you're, you're willing to be a nomad, but you want to, like, assimilate all these yes. cultures and, like, go around and, like, get to meet all these people. So you're like a sponge. You're willing to soak up all this stuff. Well, yeah, it's, just, it's something that I was like, damn, I should have, like, used that one. <laughs> but maybe I can trademark the name before you <laughs> and probably get to use it. But, no, let me scratch that in case, because this is recorded. So, you know, he doesn't sue me in five years. But <laughs> I don't plan to use it. <laughs> no, I'm just joking, that. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that that's a, an interesting uh, an, an interesting thing. Um, but so but the only uh, only social platform where I didn't use this handle it's LinkedIn because it's very professional. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> my Facebook handle is the same. My Instagram handle is the same, and not not the Twitter, of course. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you get to you, LinkedIn is all professional, yeah, like everyone like is like, uh, suited yeah, yeah, yeah. up, so and people like, especially MBA students, yeah, right? So. Let's not add you there. <laughs> <laughs> let's just use my name. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but but you mentioned um, we talked about you. We touched on your nickname a little bit. So people call you Sid. Yes. But you you say your nickname is Sidhu. Yes. So most Indians, um, is it popular to kind of like add a U after most things, or is this just like specific to your case? No, it's it's, it's just specific to my case. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So Siddharth is very common. Uh, it's a very common name in India also. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that comes to say, Sidhu is also a very, very common name. Gotcha. <laughs> He's a very big, famous pol- uh, politician whose name is Namjot Singh Sidhu. Uh, and uh, funny thing, one of uh, one of my friends when I was in my school, his last name was Siddharth. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so you guys were... <laughs> okay, okay. So it's just a common, yeah. a common name. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so um, now let, let me touch a little bit about, um, I mean, my background. I mean, I've, I've talked about this in um, other um, yes. podcasts and things. Um, yes, yes. Um, I mean, some listeners or most listeners know that I'm from Nigeria. Uh, I'm from Edo State down south, Nigeria. I'm Benin. And, um, but yeah, um, just talking about like Africa in general. Uh, and this is me just asking you, like, have you had um, interactions uh, with people from Africa? Um, what what um, are some of the places you might like to visit uh, in Africa? I know you've done a lot of traveling around Asia, but um, what just basically your, your interactions with people from Africa and places you might necessarily like like to visit. What what have you? What are the one or two places you've heard about uh, like in Africa that you are kind of like interested in like in the long term? Uh, um, there's no such. I, I just want to visit that country. Mm. Uh, I, I I can't. Uh, I um I saw a video on YouTube. You guys have one big fruit. Uh, maybe Usain Bolt was. Uh, <laughs> Posted a video. I, I don't remember the name. You cut open that. It's very sweet in nature, and that's why I, oh, I want to taste that fruit. Gotcha, gotcha. So like Usain Usain Bolt, the runner, the yes, sprinter. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, so Usain is actually from um, Jamaica. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's like uh, south. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> hey, we're all like learning. There are, there are tons of things. I'm sure I've, I've like 
kind of like you know said a, a bunch of stuff about you know uh, especially like with the Hong Kong thing that you know I, I might not like necessarily be world first and basically this is the purpose of this podcast right um, I mean no one is uh, an island of knowledge uh, we're, we're just trying to interact have a friendly conversation you said you are from Africa right yeah I, I'm from Nigeria Nigeria uh, but yeah. you know I was just uh, trying to generalize like the continent of, oh, okay. of Africa yes. but yeah Usain is, is, is uh, okay, okay. basically from Jamaica mm-hmm. uh, which is like an island uh, is part of like uh, like the island nations like Jamaica, mm, yes, yes. Bar- Barbados, uh, kind of like mm. sort of like close to South America, I think, but like Oceania, like the islands, okay. uh, basically. Yeah. So um, yeah, Africa is one big giant continent. I have like last yeah, like fifty two different countries. Uh, you are the first person. I'm interacting with. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, I feel so special. Oh, <laughs> this is my field. So I can... <laughs> yeah, so uh, maybe I can say one or two things here. And yeah. Um, so yeah, just, just a, a brief. Africa is like a, a huge continent. Uh, um, a billion uh, and 100 million people um, made up of about 52 um, different countries. So I come from like the west side of Africa, okay. um, Nigeria. Uh, to be precise, uh, but it, Africa is like kind of diverse. Uh, the northern side of Africa, the east side of Africa, and down south. Yes, of course. Uh, I mean, when most people um, um, think about going to Africa, uh, people, uh, I, I guess most flights, I guess, I don't have the statistics, but I guess most flights go to Cape Town, mm-hmm. uh, which is like uh, the southern part of Africa, like South Africa, uh, which is where uh, the NBA conference last year held. Uh, that was in Cape Town. Um, so um, other people go to like eastern parts like Kenya and you know things like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, I was just uh, yeah, I do want to visit Ken, uh, Kenya once. Got, exactly, uh, and uh, that's why you have like yes. the safari uh-huh. yes, and yes. things like that. Of, of course, Western uh, Ghana, Nigeria, and up north uh, Morocco. And funny, we are having a South African uh, a trip to South Africa. Interesting. And be a trip uh, in the coming summers. Gotcha. Mm. And you guys go to a whole bunch of places. Are you sure I didn't go to the wrong school? <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys get the opportunity to go to a whole bunch of places, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't gone to too you many. Are here, man. I mean, I'm in yeah, Sydney, but in besides, okay, I went to Vancouver, but yes. oh, that wow. was... Uh, How was that like? Uh, wet. <laughs> yeah, I, I was there for about three days. Uh, it, it was wet, but it, it was interesting. Uh, a lot of nice people in Vancouver. The bar scene, uh, particularly, I, I think it was that was in uh, Jamestown, I guess. Okay. I, I think so, if I can remember properly, in Vancouver, in, in Canada, in Vancouver. So that that was interesting. I didn't get to really do like touristy stuff. Yes. Uh, I just like went to bars. So I got to interact with people that way. So mm, yeah. was that your first time in Canada? Yeah, that that was my first time. First and only. I, I'll definitely go back and I'll definitely come back to Sydney also. Uh, but yeah, that was like just the first like two days thing. That was like uh, I went for like a competition. So that was ah. that was a whole thing there. So yeah. Maybe you can also remember. Have you ever been to India before? No, so I haven't been to India. Uh, I, I was supposed to uh, go to India, but my visa got denied. So, okay. oh no, uh, should I say denied? I actually didn't get a response from the embassy for some reason. I don't know. Okay. I don't know why I applied, but you know it was taking a while to process, and they had to return my passport. Oh, then where where were you planning to visit India? Which part? Uh, Delhi. 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 Ah. So uh, I was, was planning to go to Delhi and uh, it was like an MBA trip as well, uh, mm-hmm. which is a 
nice thing about the MBA program, right? Yes. Not, not only do you have this in-class uh, experience, but you also have like these opportunities to like travel and meet people and do a whole bunch of stuff, kind of like experiential learning and building your network and all that stuff. So yeah, um, I was pretty upset because um, I think we're booked on a trip to go to the Taj, uh, to Taj Mahal. And yeah, that would have been really, really fun. But uh, yeah, for some reason, uh, I couldn't go. But I'll de I definitely look forward uh, to going back yes. and trying like, um, you know, street food. I want, I want to buy bill on the streets of like <laughs> <laughs> of India. And uh, what, what else can I get like uh, in India? Like uh, uh, India has so much varieties of street food. Yeah. yeah, I would say if you go to India, of course, visit Taj Mahal, go to Rajasthan. Rajasthan. You, yeah, the eastern part of India. Gotcha. If you um, if you want to see, uh, if you want, if you want to experience the traditional Rajasthani culture, and maybe you can go to the extreme west to Kerala. I love Kerala. It's the most beautiful state in India. So so much greenery, so so much clean, and uh, you can visit West also. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm like I'm covering all the extreme parts of India. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> and how how far? Like what 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 are the cities? Like um, I guess Delhi is like a popular um mm. destination. But besides Delhi, like what are the cities that okay I can drive to from Delhi or maybe fly to um. I don't know. Um... Uh, you probably want to fly to. Okay. Yeah, from Delhi, you can go to Jodhpur. Mm. Uh, that's in Rajasthan. And you can visit nearby cities. There's Jaipur, Jodhpur, Bikaner. Rajasthan uh, is mostly famous for big forts. Gotcha. Yeah, you will see big, big forts and uh, you can explore around. Gotcha. Mm. Gotcha. And you can always fly to Mumbai. I mean, I'm I'm always amazed by the Indian culture, man. Like, I've been like been trying to like listen to, and this is something like I say often, like um, um, Billy X, the Punjabi um, singer, the Punjabi rapper, and uh, Honey Singh, I think, is a popular yes. uh, Indian musician. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. So, and of course, uh, Priyanka Chopra is like one of the most biggest. It's like oh. the biggest. Uh, one of the biggest actresses uh, right now uh, so far. After marrying Nick Jonas? Or did you know? No, I actually, no, I mean, I, so I school in Washington, D.C. Yes. And uh, just uh, beside or, you know, next to Washington is Virginia. And, you know, of course, a lot of things happen there, you know, the FBI. So I knew about Quantico, uh, which is the FBI training academy. Uh, so when I got to see that there was a show about Quantico, uh, that, that was actually like my introduction oh, wow, to Priyanka. But before then, actually, I had actually known her in passing when I was like a teenager, but I didn't realize that that was her when she won, like, I think Miss Universe. Or, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, but I didn't really know. I was like, wow, this was just beautiful. But <laughs> later on in life, <laughs> you know, like watching Quantico, I was like, oh, that's Priyanka. Yeah. Then Nick Jonas and all. Yeah. Okay. I was like, okay. So, yeah. I think I was pretty much invested before Nick Jonas. <laughs> before Nick I guess Jonas. you have a little crush on Priyanka Chopra. Who doesn't, man? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? And, uh, yeah, um, but um, one thing that has, um, and, yeah, being here in Sydney, and uh, this is something that, you know, you can also, uh, we, we all experience while we're mm. here, um, which I thought was very, very um, important and lovely. Um, um, so before 
any like um if if you're having like an event or a major meeting or, or something like that from my understanding of what happens uh, um whoever moderates that events kind of like pays respects to uh the aborigines uh, which are like the locals um uh, in australia i mean there are different um tribes and nations uh, aborigines but collectively uh, known as aborigines and i just thought that was important so uh at the beginning of our event, uh, uh, the moderator, you know, at the first uh, event, he said, you know, I'd like to pay my respects to yes, yes. the native people yeah. of this land. And he, he talked about that land specifically where we're standing on. And, you know, he named the tribe that, you know, where uh, the original settlers of that land, he kind of like acknowledged them and paid their respect to both past and present and future um, um uh, basically, like descendants of that particular, and I, I thought it was just beautiful. I yes, was like... it, it was, man. Uh, I, I don't see that very often, and even in US, uh, you uh, I've seen in mostly in movies and TV series that people hold hands mm-hmm. and Pedro God God thank and they thank them for the meal they have right now, and here they are thanking to the their origins from where they originated. They always pay respects. Mm-hmm. It was all new to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it was amazing because yes. um, I feel that's one thing that, from what I understand, um, the government, like, kind of, like, a few years ago um, wanted to, I mean, there's a whole history there, right, uh, with the indigenous people of Australia, mm-hmm. the uh, aborigines, and uh, what, um, all the things that happened over uh, hundreds of years uh, when the Europeans came over to Australia and, you know, uh, kind of like forced the people off their land and there was a whole bunch of stuff that that happened uh in the past but but the government just realizing and recognizing that um you know we are on a land that's basically not ours and we need to come up with all these programs and there needs to be a strategy and probably and the indigenous people also have to like meet and tell us what they want and this needs to be a like long-term strategy to like um unify and kind of like um have some form of uh, repatriation in some sense if it's like programs or you know procurement from the government things like that but besides all that just having um the country like recognizing because sometimes you get lost in translation right yes you, yes. you, you come here you, you give birth and you have a grandchild a great-grandchild mm-hmm. by the time it gets your great-great-grandchild it's almost like oh you are like the inhabitants of this land and you know you, you tend to forget like the original like settlers you know even in india we have the similar thing we have uh scheduled we call them scheduled caste, scheduled tribes and uh, yes and they have uh, a different uh, different people and uh, different groups of people who have uh, who have their own uh, own set of uh, cultures, uh, which when Indian constitution was formed, mm-hmm. uh, the government of India recognized uh, uh, differentiated between them, and uh, now they want to uplift them. So uh, in every sector of India, any every government rules, uh, all uh, institution government institutions, they have specific set of quota. Uh, for uh, scheduled caste people, scheduled tribes people, so that they they can't grow up, and uh, it's it's very great. It's 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 uh, what government is doing to to make them to uh, to make them grow. 
Gotcha, oh. gotcha. I mean, and that that's a very interesting topic because I, I had known about uh, the Indian caste system, and there's something similar where I come from in Nigeria, yes. um, particularly in eastern mm-hmm. Nigeria. But I, I just found it interesting because I, I was reading up on a story. I, I don't know if uh, the um, I. I don't know if this is the right word, but um, I was researching on, I think, if this is a cast, the Untouchables, uh, a cast, and there was actually, like, a member of the Untouchables who ended up, like, and I think in times past, they weren't allowed to go to school and, you know, do, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, a whole bunch of things, and actually one member of that cast actually, like, got to school abroad and, like, focused on law and finance, and it was actually instrumental in writing, like, the Indian constitution and, like, you know, uh, Indian gaming... Are you talking about Mahatma Gandhi? No, no, not Mahatma Gandhi. Um, I think his name was B. K. Ambedkar, I think. B. K. B. R. Ambedkar. B. R. Ambedkar. Yes, Dr. B. Ambedkar. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm sure he's like a very prominent yes. like figure mm-hmm. in India uh, and things like that. But his story was interesting because just going from an untouchable like caste to kind of like being like mm-hmm. a prominent uh, like mm-hmm. figure. Yeah, um, yeah. Even Mahatma Gandhi did the same when uh, he when he, uh, he he first visits South Africa. He he felt uh, a little racism. That was a very long time back. Mm. And uh, pe- people, uh, South Africans people were not very uh, welcoming to people from India, people people from India. Mm-hmm. And then he started a, a kind of revolting moment mm-hmm. after coming back to India. And gotcha, so, gotcha. And there's a, there's a whole story there, right? Yes. I mean, some some Africans have yeah, their I mean, perception about like Mahatma Gandhi. We are very short of time, but you know, yeah, things, things, always... the things like that. But hey, yes. you know, we're not on this podcast to create any form of divisiveness. We're here to. Uh, uh, unify that there's always that uh, sure you know there are things that make us unique and there there's you know beauty in uniqueness and diversity but there are also those things that that unify us you know as people because at the same uh at, at the same time you know we're all part of the same race you know the human race at the end of the day and i i see no reason uh I, it might be really ambitious but you know one of the reasons i started this podcast i like you know i see no reason why you know i i, I can't go to like relate with people from all over the world because we're all human beings at the end of the day I have to pay my respects to traditions yes. and culture, yes. uh, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, th- th- there should be you know no form of like divisiveness. And unfortunately, politics and things like that have you know over time uh, done stuff. But hey, um, yeah, I mean, um, I-, I wish we had a lot of time to like really drill down into the Indian caste system. But but you you said a word like scheduled caste. Yes. So is, is it actually like what does schedule mean? Does the government actually classify, or did they in the past like classify they, they, what they, it means they, to they, be in what caste? And yeah, they did classify in the in the caste according to the population mm-hmm. and uh, their knowledge and uh, their past history and uh, 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 they consider all of the factors and uh, then they classify this to different groups. Gotcha. And that's when scheduled caste and scheduled tribes people living mainly drives people where they don't have much resources gotcha yeah to learn and to grow to experience gotcha, yeah. gotcha. that's what government is helping them gotcha gotcha and you know hopefully uh you know <laughs> yeah uh, i mean in time you know uh, I'm, more, I'm more than happy to share articles and about indian constitution to you you can always definitely yeah, definitely always. i mean after every episode i always like you know when i inter- interviewed my friend uh gada from saudi arabia yes. like after the interview we're like going back and forth sharing new saudi arabian songs and comedy from saudi arabia <laughs> so i look forward to also yes. like you know sharing stuff yeah. like we whatsapp you know just have because i'm not really doing this uh, podcast just for like oh, doing yeah, 
like, I'm really interested mm. in like you know I would, that I would love to share all, share, like that. share the Indian songs with you and about mainly Indian constitution Indian culture how India was formed everything yeah and Honey Sings yeah. new single because <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm listening to old stuff but I need to yeah, and to hear the new stuff so yeah man uh, thank you so much Sidrat uh, yes, or should I say you. Sid Sid yeah uh, yes thank you so much Sid I mean uh, we still have about what uh 40 35 40 hours to be in australia so we'll see uh no sleep for us today right <laughs> we have to really hit the town i mean we're going to the harbor right so yes uh, get to see the sydney opera and you know uh, thank you thank you for inviting me to your podcast yeah definitely uh, it's, it's a very lovely experience for me as well oh, thank, thank you very much for for, for being I feel here so privileged speaking here no well no it's it's little only man <laughs> and definitely if i'm in hong kong uh, i'll probably please, i'll reach please. out and uh, maybe in India, you know, much later, I'll probably yes. reach out because I'm still going to reapply to the India. Wow. Indian Embassy, yes, just note, I'm going to reapply. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's been the Culture Class Podcast. Uh, my name is Nosa. Uh, we taped this episode in Sydney uh, in March 2018 and uh, 2019. And, uh, yeah, follow us on social media, uh, Culture Class Podcast everywhere except uh, Twitter. Twitter is Culture Class Pod. And send us an email about um, what you want us to do better. Again, I'm not a journalist. These are just conversations I have with my friends and I happen to record them. What you want us to do better, topics you want us to touch on, um, you know, things like that. So I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again, Sidra. Thank you. Thank you.